Hallelujah. This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout of praise. CFC family, give the Lord a shout of praise. Somebody make some noise. Woo! Give your neighbor a high five. My God, so great to be back home. Home away from home. As I always say, it's always a joy to see what God is doing in CFC, especially as our father and our mother are not always here physically, but you can see the grace is always here. And so we want to just celebrate them. And to our mother, uh, Dr. Bev, we want to say Blessed Mother's Day. And can we just do Blessed Mother's Day, Dr. Bev? Hallelujah. And and to the great leadership, because to grow a church and to have a church flourish when the set men and women are not always there physically, it's not just what you find everywhere. It's really because there's a great team that have caught the vision, believed in the vision, and are running with the vision. Can we also celebrate our leaders in the house? Let's celebrate them. Thank you. Thank you. Let's appreciate them. Thank you. Hallelujah. Now, uh, this uh, today, I want to share on what uh, is very dear to God's heart and also dear to my own heart, and that is on the subject of sacrificing for a greater cause, for a greater purpose, for a reason that's greater than yourself. In the book of Psalms, chapter number 50, verse 5, there, David says by the Spirit of God, Gather my saints together to me, those who have made a covenant by way of sacrifice or with me through sacrifice. So, as David says this, he's, he's just referring to what God is saying that his saints should be gathered together to him, and it is those who have made a covenant with him. And they made the covenant through sacrifice. In the book of Psalms, the same David speaks in Psalms 126, verse number 5 and 6. He says, those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. He who continually goes forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing in his sheaves with him. And when we read the account written by Matthew, the disciple of Jesus, in the book of Matthew, chapter number 13, verse 44 and 45, Jesus says, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field which a man found and hid. And for joy over it, he goes and sells all. Everybody say all. That means he sells all that he has and buys that field. 
Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. In life, we live life of sacrifice or lives of sacrifice, whether we know it or not. And sacrifice is vital for our making in life. All major achievements have been as a result of sacrifice. Every invention you have seen and would see does not just drop on people. The light that we are now enjoying, the sound I can speak with. In the time of Jesus, they didn't have microphones. They didn't have this kind of stage. In December, I was in Israel and saw some of the very spots where Jesus ministered from. And I saw the reality that he said, the works that I do, you shall do and greater. We're already doing greater works. He never had cameras and even cameras swinging around and taking everybody. So, but times have changed. But for us to enjoy the changing times and the benefits of the change, it's not just happened or they are not just happening just by the, the, the flip of the hand or just the wave of the hand. These things have been made possible through sacrifices of people. And for you to achieve greatness in life, you must be a person that understands sacrifice. In order to build a successful marriage, just slipping in the ring and saying, yes, I do, or until death do us part, is not going to guarantee you a great marriage. Great marriages are not a product of the most, be whether you married a great and beautiful woman, it's not whether you married a very rich man, it all has to do with giving up something so you can gain something. A lot of people want to enjoy marriage, but they're not prepared to give up nothing. They want to continue to do what they've always done, but they want to get a different result. Every woman that God gives to you, he gives you like a raw material in rough. You have to make her. And if you're married truly to, as a man, you're truly married to a woman and not to somebody else. But if it's truly a woman, it's expensive to take care of one wife. I wonder how some Africans can manage 50. You know, even one is a lot of work. And especially if you marry on the other side of the road where I live, just to manage the head, you need to go and get an extra job. Because she, she will not be satisfied with what came from the location. She will want you to go as far as India and sometimes even to Brazil and make sure this one looks different. So to be able to keep your wife very happy and looking young and exciting and, and so that you can sleep well at night, you need to invest money and time. This side is quiet, and so and I suspect you. Hallelujah. And to build a successful business, you need sacrifice. Hit your neighbor high five and say, you must sacrifice. 
So for us to build businesses that are successful, we need sacrifice. And in order to build our Christian life and, and become the very people that Jesus died to make us become, it does not just happen by just saying, now that I'm born again, I know everything is done. No, that's just the beginning. You need to spend time in the world. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved, a workman that needs not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And the word also speaks through the mouth of, of Peter, uh, the apostle, when he said, desire the sincere milk of the word. First Peter chapter number 2, when you read verse 1 and 2, he says, as newborn babies, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. A child does not grow just because the child is born. The growth of a child is dependent on the feeding of the child. And to feed the child is not so easy. The mother needs to eat so that there will be milk for the child. You and I, in order for us to grow spiritually and become people that are strong and we can make a difference in not only in our lives but in the lives of others, is going to take a lot of sacrifice. You must spend time in the world and not just in in hoping and wishing that things will happen. People that wish things happen, they watch things happen, while people that make things happen are making, are going, making advancement. And so your spiritual life and to, as to how strong and vibrant you are spiritually is a product of sacrifice. You must learn to fast. Don't eat everything that is in the fast shop. You need to sometimes fast, even though you want to grow up fast, but you need to fast. Stay away from food. Some of you are praying and trusting God for a reduction in, in, in your size, and, but, but you're not prepared to let go the McDonald's. And then, but you you confessing in the name of Jesus, I can do all things I believe. Now that your size... Uh, and, and, you be, and that's why some people go to those spooky, funny churches that believe in reducing weight. And they don't know that it's all a scam and a scheme. The woman wore a, an inside balloon and looked like she was big. And there was something she was told to just hold a little pin and just pierce it when the man says, watch, watch, now watch the screen. And, and as they're watching, the thing is going and then somebody said, I think I need to leave uh, CFC. That, that is working there. I mean, I've been trying to get my weight down. It's not working. That, that television prophet just got somebody's weight down. No, the pin did it. <laughs> and so it's going to take a lot of sacrifice. Everything in life does not just happen. We have to make it happen, family. Hallelujah. And you don't want to get to a, a time that because you're not prepared to to be disciplined and make sacrifices, and then one day you have to be struggling hard in the gym and sweating and, and, and breathing. Just like somebody who, the, 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 the people are on a queue, and there's a scale, and each person is to be weighed, and each person will come and go, another one will come and go. Then the last person comes, and the scale screams out, one person at a time, one person at a time. <laughs> 
And so, and what we can see is one person on the scale is just that the person has taken the, the weight of the five people that just left, the number of grace. And so, everything in life revolves around sacrifice. Touch your neighbor and say, sacrifice. Hallelujah. And so, you want to attain academic excellence, you must sacrifice time to study. You must read. Knowledge cannot be released through the anointing oil. You can't just say, no, you know, mathematics, no arithmetics, no algebra, no science by just divine impartation. We don't call our students and say, now that it is, you know, exam time uh, or you're going, I'm sending you to school. My kid, come here, I want to anoint you. Father, in the name of Jesus, just give, give him knowledge of, you know, the, the, the history of America. Father, let him know uh, mathematics. And you can pray all you want to without the child, or starting from you, sacrificing time, even when it's not convenient, to put in money, put in time to take this child to school to learn, you will not just do it by wishing. And that's why some of us think we can pray it, and then you ask a child who is now in grade maybe seven or eight, you ask him, one plus one. He says, 11. Four times four, 44. Because to them, the four is sharing address or it's a next door neighbor to the other four. One is just a cousin or a twin to the other one. And so, I mean, because they are side by side, one and one is it's 11, four and four. It's, they don't understand the signs that it may be one, but it turns either this way or this way. So, and everything is going to take a lot of sacrifice. To build a mega church is going to take sacrifice, not just of the leadership, but every member. We don't grow a church by just saying we are a mega church. We have to sacrifice time in going out to reach out to souls. That's the cause that must be greater than us. Remember, once upon a time, you were a sinner on your way to hell. And hell was written all over you as signboards. Until Jesus sacrificed his life, gave up heaven, and came and took your place here on earth. We must be prepared to do the same. The Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter number 10, verse 33, it says, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of many that they may be saved. To grow a mega church, to have more life groups, to transform the neighborhood. I mean, even if you don't love people, at least get them saved. Say they don't rob you. At least you benefit something. Amen. If we want peace in South Africa, let's win souls. Let's go out and be about others and not ourselves. Touch your neighbor and say, think others. That's what we are here for. We are not here so that on Sunday we'll come and show the, the new clothes we just imported from, from wherever. We are here so that we can know him and make him known to others. That's how we grow the church. And I see CFC expanding to the right, to the left, 
in front and behind, north, south, east, and west. We must invade and take over South Africa for Jesus. You've got neighbors that still need to come in. We've got friends, we've got family that need to come in. And it's only going to happen if we sacrifice time out of our, you know, our busy schedule and tell somebody, Jesus loves you. He's not against you. He is for you. And then at the moment we do that, people will come in, multitudes are waiting to be brought in. And the same when it has to do with whether you want to build a successful project, whatever you want to do in life is going to take a lot of what? Sacrifice. Sacrifice in Bible times was all around blood. The book of Leviticus, when you read it, I mean, it's, it's such a messy book. It was sacrifice here, sacrifice there. And, and without the shedding of blood, without the sacrifice, the people couldn't come before God. Because the word of God tells us that the life of the flesh is in the blood. You drain out the blood, you drain out the life. That's why in the garden of Gethsemane, when Jesus was going through the pain and the agony of birth or dying for us, taking our place, shedding his blood, the Bible says he sweated and the sweat was like the drops of blood. That's even before he was finally crucified and the blood came out. So it takes sacrifice of blood for you and I to have our sins forgiven and to have transformation. When you sacrifice blood, you sacrifice life. The object you are sacrificing to will always determine the level of the sacrifice. And everything about life revolves around sacrifice. There's so much power in sacrifice. And wherever you go today, whether you see people, and including you sitting here, or those of you that are watching through the live stream, we all sacrifice. Somebody say, no, but I'm not into sacrifice. Because in Africa, when you talk about sacrifice, you must explain it. You, because you, you must be careful because some people, when they hear sacrifice, they're thinking about sacrificing, you know, animals. That is, in our, those days, that's what happened. But these days, the sacrifice is different. It, it has to come in different ways and which we'll see shortly. For example, when we talk about sacrifice, because we all sacrifice, whether we accept it or not, you sitting here, there are things you've sacrificed for. For example, if you love, you love rugby or you love soccer, people that love, love rugby will travel to any distance, any length to watch their favorite team play. People that love soccer will travel and spend just anything. In fact, soccer fans will die for the team they love, even if the team has been losing. People that loved certain games, and especially in Africa, soccer is one of the top. 
people will watch it in the rain. Even if it's raining eyes and it's raining stones from the, from the sky, they will watch it and not bother. But when it's raining or it's about to rain or it's too cold, the same person that will go watch a rugby game or soccer in the rain will give excuse for coming to church. People will walk long distances to watch their favorite team play. But they cannot walk to a church that is next door. It just shows where our allegiance are. It just shows where, what we treasure, what is number one to us. And for whatever we love, we will always sacrifice. The question then today is what is number one to you? What do you treasure? What are the things that you, you are prepared to die for? Lay your life for? In the book of Matthew chapter number 6, when you read the, from verse number 19 to 22, there, just paraphrasing the last bit of it, it says, where a man's treasure is, there will his heart be. So whatever you treasure, that's where your heart will be. And let me use it the flip side. Where your heart is always, or where you find your, your heart preoccupied with, you're always thinking, you're always passionate about that thing, that may be it where your treasure is. Because if your money is somewhere, maybe you hid some money or some, something precious or some jewelry, and somebody's coming into the house, whether as a clean-out or whatever, they come in to fix something that's broken in your house, throughout their movement in that house, you'll just be watching, making sure they don't go towards where your treasure is. Now, if we treasure God, if we treasure the kingdom, if we treasure the lives of people that Jesus died for, that will be where our pursuit will always be. We will invest time for. We will invest resources. We will invest our talent. You will not keep coming to church just for bless me, bless me. Yes, God wants you blessed. But that issue come automatic. The word already assures us in the same Matthew chapter 6. And when you read further from verse, 30, uh, from verse 25 to verse 33, you will see there, these are the things Gentiles are run, running after. What to wear, where to sleep, what to, you know, what to drink, what to eat. But it says, you shouldn't be bothered about that or those things. Because uh, Luke actually puts it this way. It is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. God wants us to have a great life. But for what purpose? Everything God does in our life is driven by purpose. He's lifting you up so that you can be an agent of lifting for others. He set you free so that through you, others can be free. He's prospering you so that through your prosperity, nations can be touched for Jesus. Can you say amen? And somebody say amen. amen. So we must have a reason or something we are living for, something we are prepared to do anything for the sake of the kingdom. You only invest treasure on something you treasure. The things you are enjoying today were made possible through the sacrifice of, or sacrifices of many people, sometimes including yourself. To get something valuable in the future, you must be prepared 
to sacrifice something valuable in the now. The greater the cost, the greater the sacrifice. And whatever you cannot live without in your list of choices, if there's something you cannot live without, that thing is a treasure to you. The only investment that you and I need to make as children of God that is worthwhile is the investment in souls and in people. You can lose property, you can lose money, but if you have people, you will regain all back. Jesus did not die for stuff, he died for people. Because things were created for people. People were not created for things. And so as we talk about sacrifice, it's important that you be a person that is ready to sacrifice, give up anything for the sake of the kingdom. The question then comes, what should we sacrifice? Why should we sacrifice? What's the reason? We must, number one, we must always sacrifice for something greater than ourselves. Anytime you think about sacrifice, think about a sacrifice for something that will go beyond yourself. Number two, we must sacrifice for the sake of others. Number three, we must be prepared to sacrifice, as I said earlier on, for the kingdom of God. Every time you're sacrificing, ask yourself, will this lead to the advancement of God's kingdom? Will this be a blessing to somebody else? Will this increase somebody else? Throughout the Bible, we see people that live lives of sacrifice and the benefit that came with it. Jesus, as I said, sacrificed his life, and today you and I are free from sin. Jacob, for the sake of a woman that he loved, he went through 14 years of hard labor, and it was like one day. That sacrifice, and eventually he got the wife of his dream. Moses sacrificed the pleasures of Egypt to fulfill his calling. I don't know what the calling of God is in your life or what is the area God has called you to, to occupy or to influence. It's important for you to be able to do that. You must be a person of sacrifice. Queen Esther was ready to risk her life for the sake of saving Israel from a total annihilation. The disciples gave up all for the sake of the gospel. In the book of uh, Luke chapter 5, you read the account of Peter. The greatest day of his catch, after he toiled all night and caught nothing. Jesus coming to preach, asked him if he can use his boat. He surrendered the boat. And at, at the end, there was a great catch. The catch he never had in all of his life. But the Bible records he gave up everything and went. The disciples speaking to Jesus when he spoke, referring to the young rich ruler who was not prepared to give up anything for the kingdom, even though he had kept the other commandment. The disciples then said, we have left all and we have followed you. And Jesus said, no one has left all these things that we will not receive back in this kingdom and in the one to come. It's important that you and I be people that understand sacrifice. What is it going to take to sacrifice, you may ask me, Haruna? Number one, discipline. You can't make sacrifice if you're not a person that is disciplined. You need to learn how to sacrifice the now to give up the pleasures of now for the treasures of tomorrow. 
in order for us to enjoy the promised blessing, we must be prepared to sacrifice and it's going to take discipline. Number two, we must always think future and not now. The political situation in Africa, the economical situation in Africa, is not because Africa is doomed, it's because a lot of our people, including us here, a lot of our politicians and business people, they just want it now. They are not thinking generations. And that's why Africa is where she is, or where Africa is. It's not because we are doomed. We must be people of sacrifice. Number three, we must always think about the benefits. Jesus, for the joy that was ahead of him, he endured the cross. Are you prepared to give up what you are enjoying now for the sake of the greatness that's ahead of you? Number four, you, mu you need commitment. You must be fully committed to it if you want to see greatness in the future. Number five, the love. You must be driven by love. Love for God, love for people. Love is the greatest. Where there is love, you'll be prepared to sacrifice anything. You love your wife, you will give her anything. A man that says to his wife, I love you, but sleeps with his wallet in his pocket, that's not true love. You can't give without loving, but you can't love without giving. So sacrifice is important. Number six, you must be driven by gratitude. A person that knows where I'm coming from and that what I have now would not have been possible without God. Be a man and a woman that knows how to give up now for tomorrow. Be ready to let go of your time, your prestige, your values, your, your feelings, and everything else that is pre precious to you, your cash, your whatever achievements you've made, you are prepared to lay it down at the foot of the cross and say, for the sake of somebody beyond myself, I'm willing to do that. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerantz. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerantz and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com.